If you have a child with type 1 diabetes, whether they were diagnosed five days ago or five years ago, you continue to have questions. These are the questions about the emotional side of living with diabetes, the questions about how to parent diabetes. I'm Joanne Robb, a psychotherapist and fellow T1D mom, and I've been parenting diabetes for almost 15 years. In this podcast, I'm here to answer your questions about the emotional and relational challenges that come with being a caregiver for a child with type 1 diabetes. Before we dive in, I have to remind you that I'm not a doctor and nothing that I offer here should be considered medical advice. If you want to make any changes to the way you or your child is managing their type 1, please be sure to check in with your doctor or medical team. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Thanks for being here. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and your type 1 kid and then let us know what brings you here today. So I have a nine-year-old son and he has been diagnosed for a, about a year. Mm-hmm. And what brings us here today is, or me today, is we're trying to figure out a weekend away and the grandparents have offered to take him for the weekend. But I have some anxiety about how not only to manage his blood sugars and how he's taken care of, but how to manage the relationship with my grand, with the grandparents. Mm-hmm. Good questions. Um, so tell me, have the grandparents, like what, first of all, tell me like, what are you worried about with the relationship with them? Like you're bringing that up right away. So it leads me to believe you have some concern about something in there. They really want to do it but I don't know how much I trust them to really pay attention to the details. Mm. Will they remember the low supplies? Will they figure out the dosages? Like how do I, and I don't want to see, I'm very grateful they're going to do this, but I don't want to seem overbearing and controlling and drive them crazy at the same time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So this is a tough one. Because you don't want to be overbearing and controlling, but it sounds like they're not particularly detail oriented. Am I getting that right? Yeah, they're, you know, a little unorganized and I don't think they haven't been around diabetes a lot. So I don't think they take it as seriously as I do, mm-hmm. um, trying to keep the numbers within range and things like that. So, um, and it's my in-laws. So mm-hmm. I want to make mm-hmm. sure that the yeah, there's that's always a hard place to be too. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. those are what I'm trying to manage. Okay. And, how and I'm they... very organized. And so oh. like, that'll be all prepared, but. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and your son's relatively new to this. Do you have any other yeah. children? No, he's an only child. He's an only child. Okay. So I guess I'm wondering, have your in-laws taken care of him at all? Not really. Like they've, we'll go out to dinner and we'll kind of make sure he's range and doing well. And we'll have a lot of control over the situation because he does have a phone. Um, but we manage the dosing. Like we don't ask other him to manage his dosing. Um, but we have like, if we go out to dinner, we'll check in with him directly. Um, and kind of see how things are going and then call them. We need to work on dosages Mm -hmm. sort of thing. And I'd kind of really like a weekend away where I'm not doing that. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. And I don't, and, and my in-laws sort of pay attention, but have they really spent a lot of time like trying to figure out the diabetes and what we do with it? Not really. Mm-hmm. That's probably where a lot of my anxiety comes in Yeah. is we, yeah. Yeah. So you have a really beautiful fantasy, actually, (laughs) that you get to go away and have an actual true vacation from diabetes. Fair enough. I realize. (laughs) No, no, it's I can dream. That's a that's a reasonable dream. I just think that with diabetes as and going away, as with many things with diabetes, it's a stepwise process. So I wonder how it would be, and it's so nice of them to offer, right? I wonder how it would be if you work with them on taking your son for longer periods of time first. So you can sort of, I think of this as like stepping stones across a stream. Like you're not going to leap the whole thing at once. Right. If you could do it step by step, what would that be like for you to ask them if they could take him for a day, if they could take him, like, what would that be like? I think they'd be willing to do that. Um, What would, so and then give them the communication for the day. What tools should I give them? Mm-hmm. You know, all the calculations and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, do I just give them all the tools I use? How, what are your thoughts on what do I give them not to overwhelm them? I definitely can get them to do a little bit of time to practice. Mm-hmm. But I also don't want to overload them with information that mm-hmm. they then are like scared away mm-hmm. <laughs> or just overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. So what I'm thinking about here is a few things. One is some of diabetes management, and you know this already, is about just doing it over and over, right? Mm-hmm. Like sure. you probably now about a year in have the idiots, it, it, what is that? The idiot savant like quality of being able to look at a plate of food and make a pretty reasonable guesstimate yeah. of what the carb count is, Right. So I think just having them doing it more is going to be helpful. And then you'll be able to see where they have sort of weak patches in their understanding that you need to shore up. Okay. That's a good idea. I can answer your question, but, but I want to, but I want to say all this first. The the other piece that's sort of an answer to your question that, that goes to the side of what you're asking is also that when we put our children with other people, we generally can't expect our number of control to be as good. Right. So you have to give my, up a little control of yeah. those sort of things, which is always hard. Yeah. Right. So if you're a year in, my guess is you're working very, very hard to keep pretty tight control and stepping away means control is just not going to be as good. So right. you have to think about how comfortable you are with that. Mm-hmm. And are you willing to sacrifice for your son to have this relationship with his grandparents and for him to feel like you aren't the only people, you and your partner aren't mm-hmm. the only people who can take care of him? Because I think there's some value right. for our children to know that other people can care for them. But right. also, um, what's the value for you, <laughs> right? To be able to step away from diabetes. Yeah, it would be really nice yeah. being there. <laughs> yes, exactly. To do that. Right. So here and there, what would it be like if he's out of range on the high end for even the whole day? Right. right. What if he's running 250 for the whole day? Which, I mean, if you listen to my podcast enough, you know that I'll say, don't unclip your diabetes seatbelt. Yes, I absolutely believe that. And if you even change his basils a teeny bit, talk to your doctor, 
but you might change his basils just a smidge so that you know you're running him a little on the higher side so you, there are no disasters on the low end, right? Because right. that's when it gets mission critical and grandparents might get anxious, right? Yeah, panic but, comes in. Yeah, panic comes in. You don't want that. So that that's a way to think about and manage that, right? Okay, good idea. Feeling burned out on diabetes? Can't blame you there. Now that it's the new year, let's get you the self-care that you deserve around taking care of your type 1 kid. Join me for my Caring for the Caregiver workshop. It's my most experiential workshop, and there you'll learn a bunch of tools that will help you feel like you have the space you need to take care of yourself when it comes to your child's T1D. Go to DiabetesSweetTalk.com and click on the bar at the top of the page to register. I look forward to seeing you there. And, and you're asking oh. about tools. So let me go back yes. and answer that question, um, which is you give them the tools they need to figure out how to read a label, right? Mm -hmm. You practice reading a label with them. Right. You hand them all the bag of, you know, their, his diabetes bag, whatever that is. You make sure his yep. pump and CGM are in good working order, right? So they, right. they don't have to do a change before you go. That would be and, a nightmare. <laughs> yes. And you don't go far. Right. That's why right. you're starting close. You do one day. Then you, right. when you go away, you do one night and you're close by. So if they need you, they can call. And there are also there's steps to this. Right. So it's like you want to have a real vacation. Bless you. You deserve it. I know you do. So there's the vacation of um, not looking and there's the mm -hmm. vacation of being out of range where no one has to contact you. I don't think you can get to that place yet, second place yet, but you might get no. to the first place where you don't have to look. And or look as much. Or look as much, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so let me pause because I just said a lot and you might have a question. And what do you, so I actually was thinking about nights. Like, mm -hmm. do you have them... Do I turn off my alarms at night and then just have them have the alarms on and they call me if there's a problem or what, what, how do you manage that sort of thing? The nights concern me sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. I think this is about your comfort level. If you can get to a place where you trust that they will wake to the alarms and right. you, and you will sleep right? If also you're not going to sleep because you're so anxious, <laughs> then don't do that. Right. Just keep can, my normal alarms on. Right. And you call them. And I would say, like, if you imagine this as a stepwise process, like you let them have him for a longer period of time, you let them have mm -hmm. him for a day, you let him have them have him for an overnight, you can be watching the whole time to see how responsive they are, how well they manage. Right. And then when you have the fantasy weekend getaway, you'll already know a lot of those things. Right. That would be helpful. It's a good idea to start slower than we had hoped mm -hmm. because it, you know, we have this wedding coming up that we're trying to figure out. So um, we might have to get them over him over there sooner yeah, rather than later yeah. to Absolutely. process that. How many months uh, away is the wedding? It's in two months. Uh-huh. So yeah, that's so a pretty we're starting. Time frame. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're starting to think about it because we weren't even going to go. It's a wedding where they don't invite children, and so we weren't going to go. But my husband would really like to go, so we were trying, and the grandparents offered, mm -hmm. and so we 
that's what we're thinking of doing. And we're just trying to make sure we can, they can manage it. And the practicing is a really good idea mm-hmm. more than just a meal here or there sort yeah. of thing. Absolutely. Um, to ask them to do that. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of throwing them all in at once. Yeah. I think that they probably, I mean, it's lovely of them to make that generous offer. Yeah. And, a lot. and I think, calling your endocrinologist and seeing like how you might adjust basils to make sure he just is like for sure uh, safe Mm -hmm. and really talking to them about the lows so that they know how to manage those again without frightening them, but letting them know, you know, that it's normal. Kids go low when they have diabetes. Here's what you do. um, Right. So that you have their support. And any thoughts on how, I make my son feel secure mm-hmm. in the whole process. He does have a phone and he could contact us and that sort of thing. But I, I prefer him not to have to manage his dosages at his age mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, I want him to be a kid. So I need, but I need to manage his, his anxiety too. Any thoughts on how to manage his, uh, you know, he can reach out to us obviously, but anything else? What's his relationship like with your in-laws? It's pretty good, but they don't spend a ton of time together. Like Mm -hmm. they don't normally do overnights and things like that. So it'll be a new experience with him. They're very kind and lovely to him. Um, And I'm sure they'd spoil him, but it's a, you know, it's there, there, he's just, you know, he's used to them being around, but never without us there. Mm-hmm. And so do you think that this anxiety is related to diabetes or does it, is it kind of like how the relationship would be with them even without diabetes? I think it's his anxiety around diabetes that he gets nervous about going low and things like that. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's not necessarily them, mm-hmm. but, you know, being taken care of sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And because he's not been left that much alone with him since diabetes, um, you know, that's, that's hard. Mm-hmm. And I don't really know how, how he'll react yet. Cause we haven't told him that we're thinking that of doing this yet. So mm-hmm. it's more of a, how do I manage his emotions around it? Mm-hmm. It's a really good question. So I think don't anticipate that he's mm-hmm. going to be anxious by saying something like respond right. to what you see. Don't, mm-hmm. don't say I've got this. Don't worry. You're not going to go low with grandma and grandpa. Right. Don't do that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what I want you to be communicating to him is we're training grandma and grandpa up like get grandma and grandpa's approval first. We're going to, we're going to get them so trained up on diabetes because your dad and I are going to like aunt Sally's wedding and, um, or cousin Erna's wedding or whatever it is, uh, in, in two months. And so we're going to get grandma and grandpa. So they're really solid with diabetes. Um, and you can help us, right. You can help us train them and tell them what everything is and look up carb counts, right. Fold him in so that Mm -hmm. he has the role of being an advocate and a teacher, which is an important role for a kid actually, because that's, that's a really good idea. Yeah. yeah, They eventually have to do. They do. I try to keep some of that away from him so he can be a kid, but mm-hmm. they do need to start learning. Yeah. And and who's safer to learn with than grandparents, right? Yeah. Um, 
So I would do it that way and then respond to the anxiety as you see it arise, if it arises, right? For some okay. kids, it really doesn't. And for some kids, they do get nervous about being in certain settings. And if it's lows that you're worried about, or that, sorry, that he's worried about for whatever mm -hmm. reason, again, I encourage you to call your endocrinologist to see about making adjustments so that it's so okay. much less likely. And then tell right. them that, like, why are you with grandma and grandpa? The doctor has recommended we do this. So the chance you go low is super, super, almost nothing. You know, you'll run a little higher and that's fine for two days. Like that's not perfect, of course, but that's a good solution to this problem, right? Something yeah, like that good. to help. Okay. Feel I like the idea of teaching, having him teach the grandparents. Yeah. Help teach the grandparents is a great idea. Yeah. I think him teaching the grandparents is great. Let me, let me pause and see if you have any other questions or concerns that come up. Uh, no, I think I have some great ideas of how to go forward and Wonderful. need to make a phone call. Actually, my husband will make a phone call and ask <laughs> and schedule <laughs> something go. up. <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> Good navigation with the in-laws. Well, thank you for coming on the show and always feel free to email me and let me know how it goes. I love to hear. I appreciate your time. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks again for listening today. If you want answers to your questions about parenting a kid with type 1, I'd like to invite you to join our live recording sessions so you can ask your questions in person. Not only will you get the support you need and deserve, but through the podcast, you'll be helping other T1D parents to know that they're not alone with the challenges they're facing. To join one of my live recording sessions, simply go to www.diabetessweettalk.com and click the banner at the top of the page to register. Again, go to www.diabetessweettalk.com and click the banner at the top of the page to register.